It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Monday, December 28th, 2020. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Sitka health officials reported five new coronavirus cases over the weekend. All five cases were reported on Saturday. Two of the patients are non-residents, and one of them is isolating outside of Sitka, according to city data. Of the three residents who tested positive, one was experiencing symptoms, according to city data. The male patient in his 60s received testing on December 23rd. His case is linked to community spread. Information about the other two patients' symptoms and virus transmission was not yet available. All in all, 13 coronavirus cases were reported in Sitka last week, and one more person was hospitalized, making five total hospitalizations since the pandemic began. As of Sunday evening, five cases were considered active on the city COVID dashboard. Sitka has reported 269 COVID cases this year. The recent emergency authorization of a second vaccine will mean more Sitkins should be getting immunized against the coronavirus in the near future. As KCAW's Catherine Rose reports, officials in Sitka are already working on a strategy for expanding the availability of immunization to the public. Around 600 Sitkins have received the first round of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. When the Sitka Unified Command met on December 23rd, Fire Chief Craig Warren said Search had vaccinated around 500 people in the initial round. At a clinic at the fire hall for first responders, techs from Harry Race and White's Pharmacy vaccinated another 106 people. The really impressive part to me was that uh, right now, Management Medical Center has distributed this throughout the, the vaccines throughout Southeast and system-wide they're, they're around 950 vaccinations. So that's just, that's a powerful number to me. Search Chief Medical Officer Dr. Elliot Brule said that same week they distributed vaccines in Klawak, Cake, Angoon, Wrangell, Haines, and Klaquan, particularly directed at healthcare providers and the congregate elderly in those communities. Weather complicated the distribution to remote communities. Uh, it was really horrible, and it, we ended up being able to bring some of that vaccine out by plane, and some of it required boats uh, and float planes and such. But uh, we did manage to get pretty much um, uh, all of those groups done. He said the first shipment of the Moderna vaccine arrived before the Christmas holiday. Since that vaccine has a longer shelf life, it will be prioritized for remote communities. Brule added that over the last week of December and beginning of January, Search would prioritize 500 vaccinations for octogenarians in Juneau and Sitka. Then they'll start focusing on the next group, 1B. That's exciting. And then as we receive additional vaccine, you know, we'll be able to continue to work into the rest of the 1B recommendations. So the 1B recommendations being people over age 75 um, and uh, people who are essential frontline workers, which includes people like people who work in grocery stores and people who are teachers and work in education. And then we are also including in that 1B, we're also including people who are highly vulnerable The state is working on its recommendations for exactly who is included in the 1B vaccine group. Those will likely be finalized by the end of the year. Brule, who also serves on the State Vaccine Allocation Committee, reiterated that though they've received major vaccine shipments over the last few weeks, future allocations are still unknown. And the state does not know. I mean, I think it's important for everyone to realize um, the numbers of vaccine that are going to be shipped out, the allocations, 
unknown mm -hmm. at the state level. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know and they don't know. It depends on what gets pushed from the feds. So, um, but, um, but I'm hopeful. You know, it's not like the vaccine is piled up waiting to be given. Right. So, you know, we're talking about things that we'll, we will be receiving in the future and, and we don't know what those numbers are, et cetera, but it's essential that we're ready to go. The state-run Pioneer Home still has not received a vaccine distribution. Public health nurse Denise Ewing said Safeway Pharmacy was contracted by the state to distribute vaccines to the Pioneer Home, but they haven't confirmed a date for distribution. Search recently released a sign-up list for vaccinations, which will be released in waves as they arrive in Sitka over the next several months. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. President Trump's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act has put Sitka's plans for a new Coast Guard fast response cutter on the rocks. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan met with reporters before the Christmas holiday to share his frustration over the president's veto of the bill, which appropriates around $400 million for a long list of capital projects to reinforce the Coast Guard's presence in the Arctic, including a new dock in Sitka. There is uh, significant more funding for infrastructure, particularly in Southeast, uh, with regard to Sitka, almost $30 million for the pier replacement because they're getting a fast response cutter. Sullivan's frustration is shared by many senators who worked together pre-conferencing the bill. In other words, sitting down with members of both parties and with members of the U.S. House of Representatives hammering out something that a clear majority could agree to. But Sullivan's frustration may be especially acute since the Coast Guard isn't part of the Defense Department. It's within the Department of Homeland Security. He's actually been working to link the Coast Guard authorization with the National Defense Authorization Act because the NDAA has been a sure thing for the last six decades. And the big development there was that we combined the Coast Guard bill and the defense bill together. That's actually been a goal of mine since I got to the Senate. That's the first time that's happened. That's a great thing for our Coast Guard because a lot of times the defense bill moves every year, 60 years in a row that bill has moved. Coast Guard bill often gets overlooked, forgotten, maybe reauthorized every two years. It was exactly two years ago that President Trump shut down the government in a standoff with Congress but maintained defense spending. The 42,000 members of the U.S. Coast Guard, however, worked without pay over the holidays and through most of January. Alaska's senior senator, Lisa Murkowski, is also unhappy with Trump's veto. In a news release on Christmas Eve, she wrote, It's incredible that the president chose to veto the annual National Defense Authorization Act, particularly because his reason for doing so is an issue not related to national defense. Earlier in the fall, the president threatened a veto because the bill failed to include a repeal of the so-called Section 230, which shields internet companies from liability for statements posted on their websites by third parties. More recently, President Trump has called the National Defense Authorization Act a, quote, gift to China, end quote. The U.S. Senate could meet as early as Tuesday, December 29th to consider an override vote but only if the House of Representatives has already done so. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
One of Wrangell's major seasonal employers is looking at moving its operation to Sitka. As KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, Alaska Crossings is a wilderness program for at-risk youth with nearly two decades in the community. Alaska Crossings merged with the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium in 2017. In a promotional video produced shortly thereafter, smiling teens and young adults paddle canoes around the straits of Southeast Alaska. They make campfires, look at maps, and spot a pod of orcas. Steve Helgeson is the director of the Wilderness Behavioral Health Program. The idea of a crossing is, is the idea of transformation, of change. The Crossings Program is a therapeutic program for young people who are struggling to do well at home, school, or in their community. We use a wilderness-based model to teach social functioning skills. Alaska Crossings has been anchored in Wrangell since it was founded in 2001, but its future in Wrangell is in question, with current and former employees reporting they've heard rumbling that the 2021 summer season could be its last out of Wrangell. Search Regional Director Mark Walker co-founded Alaska Crossings. He would only say the program is in flux. Um, What I can say is that there's no plan for Alaska Crossings to leave Wrangell right now. Um, We're doing some experimental um, programming in Sitka. And, And that's all, you know, that I can say about that at this time. A move would affect Wrangell. Crossings employs around 50 seasonal guides as well as more than 20 full-time employees to lead about 120 young people in the program each year. So far, nobody at Crossings will say much about its future, but the U.S. Forest Service in Sitka has confirmed to KSDK that the Crossings program has filed for a special uses permit in the Sitka Ranger District to lead groups in that area. A records request filed on December 14th for details is still pending. A reorganization out of Sitka might make sense for its parent organization. Search is based in Sitka and runs another wilderness therapy program there called Ravensway. That program differs, as it's based out of a 12-bed residential treatment center. Wrangell's Alaska Crossings program operates on a shorter-term model, with guides leading teens on wilderness expeditions for weeks at a time. Search's marketing director, Megan Bozak, said in an emailed statement that the tribal health organization is constantly reviewing programs to determine how best to serve the whole consortium. Her statement didn't address questions over whether there are plans to leave Wrangell. The COVID-19 pandemic caused Search to cancel Crossing's 2020 summer and fall programs. But there's hope that the 2021 season will go forward, with program staff currently gearing up for the coming summer season, with plans to run expeditions mostly from Wrangell, but a few from Zitka. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Monday, December 28, 2020. Cloudy, chance of snow in the morning, chance of rain, highs in the upper 30s, southeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Good morning. This is Morning Edition.